I V M. News Kids on the Block. We bring to you stories that top the nation's papers, fresh from the Ascend International School and IVM desk. Hi, I'm Kavya. I'm Anya, and I'm Trivik. And welcome to this episode of News Kids on the Block, where we give you all the top news updates of the week. Fun fact: This is our twentieth episode. I'm pretty sure. Wow, twenty episodes in 2021. Twenty not out. So good. So our first story is about the Padma Bhushan Awards for 2021. A lot of people received it, and a lot of people we've heard of, like PV Sindhu, Mary Kom, Kangana Ranaut, Karan Johar, etc. But there's also many people that we um we know, but and who have done so much for our country, but we don't talk about. So I thought I would uh, highlight a few of them today. The first one is Oynam Bembem Devi, who received the award for sports. She was the former captain of the Indian women's football team, and she was known as the Durga of Indian football. The second is Rani, who was the captain of the Indian women's hockey team. She has represented India in over two hundred f- hockey matches, and she's also won the Arjuna Award in the past. The next one was um, really interesting. Air Marshal Dr. Padma Bandopadhyay. She is the retired Director General Medical Services for the Air Force and has served the Indian Air Force for nearly forty years. which is really crazy and the last one i've picked is to smriti tulsi gowda for social work and she is an environmentalist from karnataka who has planted more than 30000 saplings and has been involved in environmental conservation activities for the past 60 years so there these like i said these are some people that um some of us have heard or some of us have not but she but they've done so much for our country and um it's i'm really happy that they're getting the recognition and the praise that they deserve yeah kavya i agree with you um so much the next story we have for you is tamil nadu being on rain red alert the chennai government has cautioned all of its residents according to ndtv tamil nadu and its capital chennai have been battered by heavy rains over the past few days having received 46% excess rain so far this season as compared to the historical average and of course as a result of this there's been like a lot of heavy rain flooding um i think the rain has gone between 150 and 200 millimeters as expected in chennai and like again like i said a red alert is in place for over 20 districts across chennai the public has been advised to not go out at all during the rain fall and there are heavy duty pumps and stuff put in place for people um they do have a lot of concerns over access water logging and if you remember in 2015 there were severe floods as well so they're trying their best to not ensure that there is like that there's a repeat of 2015 there've also been 169 relief centers which are operational and there is more rain expected in the next few days so if you're in tamil nadu like hang safe and um, hopefully things are under control with that we'll take a short break and we'll be right back on news kids on the block Welcome back. You're listening to News Kids on the Block. I'm your co-co co-host Kavya and I'll take us into the next story which is about the COP26 climate summit. So a lot has happened and I decided to pick some like key points and some really interesting points that um I feel like everyone should know and just talk about those today. I've picked three main ones. The first is um the real effect of military carbon emissions. The United States Department of Defense is the largest institutional consumer of fossil fuels in the world and the largest institutional emitter 
um two people worked on a 2019 study which showed that if the us military were a country its fuel usage alone would make it the 47th largest emitter of greenhouse gases in the world in between peru and portugal which is crazy because it's not even a, it's not even a state not even anything it's a military base and the fact that it's emitting enough greenhouse gases to be the 47th largest emitter is really crazy and that just shows us that there's so much stuff that's happening that's going unnoticed like this the next is the threat to how climate change can be a threat to 1.2 billion young people i quote a press release that was issued by the pmnch almost all of the current generation of 1.2 billion adolescents aged 10 to 19 are exposed to at least one climate and environmental hazard shock or stress heat waves cyclones air pollution flooding and water scarcity failure to avert a global rise in temperature of just 1.5 celsius will put their health and prospects for survival at extreme risk this is really scary because while we're all aware that carbon emissions and climate change is such a big threat i think we've just not thought about it a lot and we've not processed the fact that it can be such a big thing and we've just always kept it in the back of our minds but it's something that is a really big threat and we need to start thinking about it more and make a conscious effort to change keeping this in mind and lastly a report published in glasgow details how the world is moving towards a rise in global temperature of 2.4 degrees celsius despite the negotiations and the promises that are happening at the summit and even though we're making all these promises and we're saying we'll cut down on this and that and uh, we'll reduce carbon emissions it's estimated that global warming will increase to dangerous levels by 2100 and even though this seems like a small change and this seems like a very long time um it's not it's everything is changing so fast and it's getting worse day by day so if we don't do something it's just going to put so many people at risk and like i said something we need to all start thinking about more actively yeah kavya i definitely agree with you uh, the climate crisis is just something that we haven't talked about which is what makes this particular climate summit that's still ongoing so much more important our next story for you today is about it is about the popular american rapper travis scott and So Travis Scott this Friday I think it was held a held the Astro World Fest in Houston and what happened here is what was supposed to be just one of the most amazing concerts that we've seen so far a lot of renowned artists were supposed to be performing at it it turned into a mass casualty incident and left at least 8 people dead and tons of others injured as when the crowd surged towards the front gate squeezing audience members who had nowhere to escape at the event and they were all it was like a stampede and 50000 fans or more apparently were caught in this stampede and were severely injured or an eight were left dead uh, travis scott has come out and apologized to it however the feedback he has received has not been very positive a lot of hate has been going towards the artist including a lawsuit which is being pursued against him as of this current moment um he has not cared to comment on it but i think that this whole event was just a bizarre thing i think it was down to poor organization and poor planning uh, should have been better handled by the security members they should those extra fans should not have been let in at all costs i think in future events we need to ensure that security measures are more secure do you, any of you guys have a comment on this i have a question actually do you um, do you know if he stopped the show and this was all happening i'm not i'm not certain i think that people began to panic during the thing and i think that he did actually stop the show midway through as soon as he was alarmed about it however imagine going with a mindset that you're going to have so much fun you're going for a concert for one of your favorite rappers and then literally being scared for your life yeah and then you're like going through a traumatic experience if you've been to a concert like you know that they can def- they can definitely get quite out of hand and quite crazy yeah for sure but 
I haven't been to one in so long. Jeez. By the way, fun fact about me: I went to the Ed Sheeran concert in Geo Gardens on November the nineteenth in twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, and it was amazing. I would definitely go there again. But just speaking about all this, about how people expect to go to a concert, expecting to have fun and not coming back. I think a similar quote I've heard in about a football manager saying, "No one should go to a football match and not come back." I think the same can be said for a concert or anywhere really. No one should be going somewhere and not coming back due to the, these misunderstandings. There have been stampedes like this in all around the world. Just take the Hillsborough disaster, for example. These stampedes can happen, and they are indeed very dangerous. So it's important to make sure that you don't cross any boundaries and protect not only yourself but the, also protect the lives of others. And with that, we will be taking a short break. We will see you after this interval. Welcome back to News Kids on the Vlog. I'm your co-co co-host Trivik Hariyaran, and our next story for you today is going to be brought to you by. Uh, we have been asked to describe her as the unique Anya Daftari. Thanks for that very, very um, riveting introduction, Trivik. Our next story for you comes from a Pentagon report, which talked about how China has intruded into Arunachal Pradesh. Um, yes, that made no sense at all initially. Uh, this information comes from the U.S. Department of Defense's annual report to Congress on military developments involving China. And it claimed, and I quote from a Times of India article, that China has built a large hundred-home civilian village inside disputed territory between the Tibet Autonomous Region and India's Arunachal Pradesh. And the Times of India article also talks about how China intruded 4.5 kilometers within the territory of Arunachal Pradesh, um, and they said that News 18 uh, article said that it was in the Upper Subhaniseri district. uh which is territory that is currently controlled by china um this also happened along the line of actual control in the arunachal pradesh sector and sources in indian security like said that that area would be controlled by the chinese so it kind of added up according to security establishment sources the home the village that they built was built by china in an area that was previously occupied by the people's liberation army after overrunning an assam rifles post in 1959 in an operation which was known as the longju incident along the frontier in arunachal pradesh um the times of india article ended by saying that the report specifically pointed out that china has attempted to blame india for provoking the standoff through india's open court increased infrastructure development close court near the lac so this is clearly like a very interesting incident because china has potentially already invaded slash intruded india and that can't end well we've already had a couple of wars with china and while i don't personally think that this is grounds for one it is a matter of concern that it has been pointed out and it's in the media um and it'll be interesting to see how this story plays out in the future and we can hope for the best with that i will take you to our last story for the day and i guess i mean i think you all have felt something missing from this episode you know even longing that the best part of every episode you know the one part when you listen turn on news kids on the block you're waiting for this welcome back to trivik's football segment i'm your coco co-host trivik hariharan this is actually a pretty it's a pretty positive story and it's about my favorite player personally personal opinion it's not i'm not saying he's best or anything he's my favorite trent alexander arnold the liverpool right back is going to be paying for 250 children in liverpool to play local league football so what he's doing is that with inflation for like hiring and playing football in local pitches at a current all time high many families or many of the less fortunate families are priced out of being able to give their kids the chance to play football anymore and 
this man, one of the best, if not the best right back in the world is going in and around the community and helping the younger kids, the, you know, the youth of our, the next generation of footballers to actually play with the, uh, the football seemingly becoming more expensive than ever these days. And he is funding their classes, their equipment, and he is making sure that those people can all, all these young children coming through the ranks will be able to play the sport that he loves so much and that we love so much. I think it's a really great gesture. And it is slightly overshadowed by Marcus Rashford winning the MBE award. But we are not going to be talking about Man United players on this podcast. So, yeah, Trent funds. Yeah, in Liverpool. Fun. Good story. Thanks, Trivik. Anyways, that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed this episode of News Kids on the Block. Don't forget to tune in to us every Friday for our fresh take on the news from across the globe. If you like this podcast, don't forget to check out other podcasts on the IVM network. You can listen to us on the IVM podcast app or ivmpodcast.com. You can also follow us on our social media. We are at IVM Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. We'll see you next week. But till then, do share this episode with your folks. Stay safe. And don't forget to do your homework.